0: Hey everyone, it's Laura Molliter here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and divine purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. I recently heard the David and Goliath story from the Bible again, and it got me thinking about some important points it makes for us to use in our own daily experience. We aren't fighting giant Philistines to save our kingdoms, but we are often confronted with challenges that seem daunting and aggressive, and we can take our righteous stand against the evil with some of the lessons that this story offers. You can find the full accounting in First Samuel chapter 17, but I'm going to give a very brief rundown here of the basics of the story before I share some thoughts I had on it. So, the Philistines were at war with the Israelites. The two sides were camped on the sides of a valley. The champion of the Philistines was named Goliath, and he was a huge man, heavily armed and armored. Goliath continued to call out for a challenger from the Israelites, whose leader was Saul, but all on their side felt they were facing certain death against such a huge enemy. But David, a shepherd boy, answered the challenge, and it was eventually agreed he should go meet Goliath and fight him. He was offered a sword and armor, but he felt more comfortable and right using what he was used to, his sling and a few stones. He approached Goliath and with his slingshot sent one stone sailing into the forehead of the big, well-armed and armored man and killed him with one sharp shot, claiming victory for his people." You probably have read the story before, and some of the points I'll make are probably familiar ones, but the lessons here came clearer to me the other day, and I wanted to chat about them a little. First, David felt called to help. He was not a likely one for battle, if one were to evaluate qualifications, but he felt like it was his calling and didn't back down from it. He approached both his king, Saul, and eventually Goliath, with a confidence that was based on the inspiration he received to do what was needed. He wasn't relying on training as a warrior. He wasn't waiting until he felt comfortable getting used to wearing the armor, or until he was older, or until someone else first had a go at Goliath. He trusted his calling and God behind that calling and ventured forth with a humble confidence that what he was meant to do, he could do, just as he was. I believe he knew that his cause was just, that the taunting enemy was not in the right, and so he could not win. We can remember this when we're faced with challenges or even opportunities that we somehow feel are beyond us. Have we felt inspired? Are we coming up with excuses why we can't or why we're not trusting this guidance, that compelling and God behind it? and instead humbly going forth to take on whatever seems right. David did not need to become something he wasn't in order to defeat the enemy. We don't have to become something different, know something more, be older, younger, stronger, bigger, more educated, in order to defeat our enemies, so-called. The Goliaths we face may seem large, but we have all we need at hand to beat them. We really do. We have what we do know and understand. We have that slingshot, our good motives and our awareness of our calling, our reliance on God, and we have our stones, the angel ideas that are comfortable for us to use, our tools that we understand and feel right to us. Certainly, it's wonderful to strive for new understanding, to gain new and fresh insights all the time. The stones that we have are enough, though, to beat the challenger. Whatever way that threat appears in our lives, whether it's health or money concerns, relationship troubles, or simply our fears over what's going on in the world, our understanding right now is enough to help us, to uplift us, progress us, show us the way. We just have to have trust that we know and remember that source, that power and precision behind those ideas belongs to God, who's able to nail it, to bring down that devilish challenge against our peace with his truth to this moment. We may be led to pick up some new stones, to learn some new ideas, gain some clarity we didn't have before, but we can start with David's confidence and use what we do have, And remember the fact that we are always bigger than the error, always greater than the problem because we are God's good expressed here and now. And the error is never larger than God. And that's the other concept I wanted to share with you from this story. David didn't think about the size or shape or experience of the enemy. He didn't say, well, if this guy was more my size, I might go after him. No, the right thing was the right thing. And there's nothing larger than one challenger about one challenger than another challenger. We can bring our challenges down to size. Everything that isn't God's creating and sanctioning doesn't have God's omnipotence behind it. There's no size to error. As, and as the saying goes, and it's always a really good one to hear again, a string of zeros or one zero are still the same nothing. Let's do our best not to see those threats to our peace and well-being as big and daunting. Make a size about them. Make them larger than they are. Let's remember that Goliath never had a chance against the power of God. And David, knowing this, could confidently face that challenger and win without breaking a sweat. Now, I know there's so much more to take away from this story, but those are just some thoughts that came to me as I reflected on it recently, and I wanted to share them with you. We can face our Goliaths with confidence in God and in ourselves, as ready and worthy to win against the challenger, to bring down that giant by bringing it down to size, and we can beat it easily and gratefully. Let me know if you have any questions or comments or want to talk more. You can reach me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.